You're listening to The Chat on News Talk 94.1. My guest today is none other than Bill Lose. Bill is the chairman of the White County Republican Party and a very good, good friend of mine. I respect this man great, greatly, and I just want to say welcome, Bill. Well, thank you for the kind introduction. Absolutely. So, let's talk about you. Let's talk about uh, what you do, who who you are, where you came from. Um, How'd you end up here in Tennessee? Well, kind of the Reader's Digest version would be that my wife and I, uh, we come from South Florida, from the Fort Lauderdale area. Yes, sir. And uh, after a long time in law enforcement, a career, uh, we had, prior to retiring, we started looking in the mountains. Mm -hmm. And we found that Tennessee was a very friendly towards retirees, uh, no-income tax state, uh, and that it was just a beautiful area. I used to vacation here years ago with the children uh, when um, Dollywood, as well as uh, Opryland, was there. And so uh, we started taking vacations with an eye on where we could relocate, and That's we great. ended up in Sparta. That's great. So, so the no income tax thing comes up over and over again with people as they look to move to another state, to retire, to open a business. It just seems like that's what comes up, and that's a good deciding factor. And I'm proud of our legislature to continue that tradition and not want to go down the line of saying, hey, we need a state income tax. I so, fully agree. It's, it, it was definitely a consideration. Well, that's great. So you uh, you and your wife have traveled here. You've liked it and everything else. You're working in law enforcement down in the Fort Lauderdale. That's Broward County. Is that that's correct? correct? I retired from the Broward County Sheriff's Office. Sheriff's Office. So so you were working there. Did, did you make your Tennessee decision before retiring, or had you spent maybe a year or two retired and then said, hey, let's get out of here? Well, we traveled to a lot of areas in the Upper Cumberland and, and greater Upper Cumberland area, and um, we found that we really liked it in Tennessee, and we didn't personally want to be too close to the draw for, you know, family and so forth. We wanted a little slower pace. Uh, sure. After a career in law enforcement, and I loved every minute of it, or almost every minute. Sure, um, I get it. it Sometimes you just want to get off the merry-go-round. Sure, And Sparta, Tennessee is a very, very charming community. And uh, it's um, just kind of said to us, this is home. And so you working for the sheriff's office down in Broward County, what what were some of the jobs that you had there? Oh, I did. Well, I did a total of 30 years, almost 30 years with the Broward Sheriff's Office. And I started with the city police department and okay. did over eight years with them. So, so was that with the Fort Lauderdale City Police Department? Actually, it was with a suburb of Fort Lauderdale, which is the city of Sunrise. It's, okay. it's, own, sure. it's, it's a large city now, but yes. at the time it was a bedroom Small community. City. But uh, I had the pleasure of uh, a year out of the police academy. I was tapped by my supervisors to become a SWAT team member. And so wow. the FBI came down from Quantico and trained police officers from four uh, small departments. And we uh, had a condominium building that was under construction. And so the owners of the project had dedicated that location to us solely for three weeks to do 
intense training. Sure. That's great. So it's interesting. I have a connection down there. Uh, my grandparents owned a condominium at Sea Ranch Club just north of Lauderdale by the sea. And so as a as a teenager, you know, a kid that was allowed to drive, you know, I got to drive a lot of places down in the Fort Lauderdale air, area, the Galt Ocean Mile, you know, all of those things and got to know the area really well. And my parents had friends that, that, that lived out on Northwest 18th Avenue in Fort Lauderdale. And Over so, by Holy Cross Hospital. How about that? And yep. so, and so I, I have a big connection there as, as well. So that was something you and I had in common right off the bat. Um, working for Congressman Black, it was my job to get to know our GOP chairs across the area, you know, having the 11 counties, 11 of our 17 counties. And of course, you were, you know, one of the people that I was tasked with getting to know once you had become the chairman there. So how did a guy from Florida in law enforcement moves to Sparta, White County, how does he end up the chairman of the Republican Party? Tell us that. Well, I, I personally believe that when you, uh, in order to assimilate in a new community, you need to join organizations. Sure. And so I had joined my church, got, mm-hmm. got involved with their men's group. Uh, I had joined the local Rotary Club of Sparta. Yes. In fact, I'm past president of yes. the Sparta Rotary Club. And uh, just joined a few other organizations, including the Chamber of Commerce, and just felt that this was my time to give back. I was sure. too busy raising a family down there. Sure. And now I had the time and somewhat of the resources to uh, uh, to be able to give back and to roll my sleeves up and pitch Absolutely. in. Absolutely. Because I, I, I would imagine being in law enforcement, once you were off work, you kind of wanted to be off the radar, so to speak, and, 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 and you know, Play, play with the kids and not spend even more time away from the house. Downtime was uh, something that was really needed. Yes, but, uh, uh, you know, any job, including law enforcement, you have to make fun. And, and if it's not fun and if it's grueling, yes. then maybe you need to look for another vocation. You need to get into something else. Completely agree with you. So you end up chairman of the White County Party. Um how has it gone? What are some of the positives? What are some of the negatives? Um, um, do you work with the local officials? Do you do you um, do you give them ideas? Do do things come up in your meetings that you take to them? Kind of walk us through, you know, your role as chair. Well, one of the first things that I set out to do, I had attended Republican meetings on and off um, for a year or two prior to mm-hmm. getting seriously involved. And I almost felt like it was, I don't want to say a closed shop, but it certainly wasn't all inviting, especially to people that were from outside of the area, or as I refer to us as transplants. Sure. And so um, I went to meetings, then I'd say, nah, it's, you know, I'm not getting anything out of this, so I'm not right. going to go to meetings. And then a couple months later, I'd go back to a meeting and so forth. And uh, so um, I had been approached by some figures that are prominent in the community, and they said, listen, the uh, chairmanship is coming up in a couple of months, and we'd like you to consider going for that. And I 
typical me. I sure. thank you. I'm flattered, yeah. but no thank but you. But no thank you. Yes. And uh, so, well, because I think in your mind, you you all of a sudden you start counting things, and you go, okay, how many people do I really know here, and would they even show up to vote for me? You you know, and is that something that I want to put time and effort into? So I could see where you would kind of go, ooh, wait a minute, I'm not sure. Yeah. But also along with that philosophy that I gave you about this is my time to give back, I thought I was I was transitioning from one of the um, chairmanships or presidencies of another organization and it just happened to be the good timing. I, I found over the years through observation and my own experiences that if you spread yourself too thin, then you're not effective at anything. Sure. So totally focus agree. on what you're working on at the time. Yes. If something else comes along, then if you leave it in a better situation, then you can move on to the next organization and do your best to leave that in a better situation. You are listening to News Talk 94.1 and The Chat. We are back on The Chat on News Talk 94.1. We're talking with my good friend, White County GOP Chairman Bill Lose. So you had the time to do it. You throw your hat in. And I guess what people show up and vote just like they would for any any other kind of office is that how they- that's correct they uh, um, there was small numbers and not that we haven't had occasional small numbers at our meetings too sure but I noticed one thing regularly was that even when elections were coming up that there was not a big turnout. And so my opinion and my opinion only sure. was that there was very few people making decisions or recommendations that affected an entire county. Yes. And I thought to myself, you know, things like that need to change. And right. I'm, I'm not all about bringing change to the community. Sure. I love the charm of Sparta and of White County. Sure. But I think managed growth, growth is coming anyway. It is. And I think if, if you get on in front of it and do managed growth, then you can have a say in how the community develops and not let it go rampant in one direction or sure, another. Sure. And that and that makes a lot of sense. So then you end up chairman of the party. And then, of course, you know, more people start to knock on your doors, people like myself, because I had to get to know you. That was part of part of my job. Um, how how have you managed um, in terms of getting to know the other chairs and are and are y'all doing things together? Do you attend each other's meetings? Kind of tell us about that. So it was kind of a new thing for me. I've, as I said before, I've been the president or the chair of other organizations sure. throughout my not only my working career with the Fraternal Order of Police down in Florida, but also up here with some of the organizations that I've previously mentioned. And so I realize that we're not an island Mm. and that we don't function independently of each other. We work together. And so I I reached out uh, and was introduced to a few of the other chairs and we discussed attending each other's meetings and it just kind of fell in to where the uh, uh, several of the counties here in the Upper Cumberland, we do attend each other's meetings sure. regularly and we assist and go to their functions and support them and so forth. So Putnam County, you go to their meetings, Overton County, you go to theirs and Van Buren, vice versa. Yep. They end up they end up coming coming to yours. So, uh, Bill, um, I guess I want to share a funny story that uh, involved both of us. Um, a couple years ago, you had invited um, 
my boss at the time, Diane Black, who was our U.S. representative, to speak at your dinner. And, of course, I go through the process of getting that approved, and I get it approved. And so we're good to go. We're both happy as can be because that's a good get, as we call it in the business. And about um, four or five days before the dinner, I get word back that uh, the um, House Speaker, which it was a Republican at the time, uh, is given offices word that they're going to be in Washington during the time when the White County Dinner is. Now, they didn't know anything, obviously, about the White County Dinner, but our office did. So I get a call from our chief of staff. Okay, Diane's expected to be voting on, I guess, a budget or whatever it was at that time, and she's going to be unable to attend the White County Dinner. Well, of course, I about have a stroke as the as the representative for her in our district, and I've got to come talk to you about this. So, so I called you, and I, I this is my version of it, and you can correct it. So, I call you and and say, hey, Bill, have you got a moment uh, where I can drive down and have a chat with you? And uh, you basically said. Uh, Michael, listen, we can chat about anything. We don't have to do do this face-to-face, you know, what's going on. So then I shared with you that she was going to be unable to make it because of the House Speaker, you know, saying the members need to be there. And we need to come up with a replacement. So, so our office was already working on other replacements, big-name people, Um and one person that our office had pitched out to me was the congressman's husband, David Black. And so I mentioned that to you. And and my recollection is you said, done, do it. Absolutely. And so I just, again, um, I, I think our relationship overcame, you know, what it could have been a disaster because you're you were selling tickets based on the fact that the budget chairman of the United States was going to be your guest speaker at your dinner, right? Absolutely. And so the fact that um, she couldn't be 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 there puts a kink in y'all system. But to have her spouse and have her spouse talk about her, you said, "Hey, let's do it." Is that my is that version kind of what you recall? Is it's, there anything you want to add or take away from that? No, it's uh, it's very correct. In fact, if you recall. Uh, Dr. David Black, at the end of his presentation, received a standing ovation. I do. And I can't tell you how many people approached me later that night, as well as, you know, weeks in afterwards, that said, what a great speaker. Boy, was that. Yeah. Yeah. He he just, um, I've known Dr. Black for many years, sat next to him at Titans games. um, And um, that was the first time I'd ever heard him speak in front of a group. And so I'm texting the congressman while this is all going on. (laughs) And so she's she's really getting a kick out of the fact that he's just killing it because you because you knew when you were sitting there. I mean, you were captured by it. I was captured by it. And we just felt the whole room was captured by it. And I remember it was so hot. It was just, it had been a hot day, and it was just blazing hot sitting in the at, at that beautiful Duck Pond Manor. Although I will, I will chime in that yes, Duck Pond Manor has installed a very effective 
air conditioning that's system. That's great. That is a beautiful place. So, it, folks, if you ever want to go have an event, we highly recommend it. Absolutely. So, um, but anyway, so that so that was a fun story of of you and I having to deal with things that you know can be can be a challenge at times. You are listening to News Talk ninety four point one and the Chat. We are back on the Chat on News Talk ninety four point one. We're talking with my good friend, White County GOP Chairman Bill Lose. So you have in White County, White County would be considered a rural county in Tennessee. White County has been dominated for years and years and years uh, by Democrat politics, um, by office holders who were on the Democrat side. And uh, up until recently, up until the past 10 or 12 years. And so some of the numbers that you gave me off air was that, you know, um, the current president, you know, he got 80 percent of the vote. Right. Yes. Um, uh, Senator-elect Haggerty got 81 percent of the vote. Correct. Congressman Rose got 80 percent of the vote. Correct. And then um, Representative Paul Sherrill. Representative Paul Sherrill. Thank you. He he got almost 81 percent of the vote. Now, Senator Paul Bailey was not on the ballot. He's on the ballot you know, next cycle. Senator Paul Bailey is, my opinion, is very well loved by the constituents. And probably would have gotten even higher than that. Yes, sir. And so uh, White County is represented very, very well. Um, You've got a a strong city mayor. You've got a strong county mayor. Um, Things are looking up. Well, and not not only on the political side of it, but in junction or union with that, is that uh, uh, the powers to be, those that are in elected office, are starting to really embrace, especially Denny Wayne Robinson, who's yes, our sir. county exec and yes, the sir. county commission. Yes, They're really embracing bringing business and infrastructure to this community. They are. As, uh, as evidenced by the Horman Garage Door Company that just set up at, yes. you know, from Germany. And... Uh, only good things can come from that because, as I said in our earlier episode, that uh, growth is coming, change is coming. It is. So let's manage it and let's, you know, bring in positive, you know, organizations and, and businesses that will sure. help uh, help the community. And, 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 and I don't think the average person, you know, understands that, that a political party, an arm of a political party, helps – to create the unity in a community for companies to be able to come to the area. So you mentioned the Horman Company. You know, they were looking at being a certain miles away from Nashville, a certain, you know, they wanted to be within proximity of the international airport, and they wanted a certain part of, you know, a community. Well, when they're, when it, the the box wouldn't fit for them, for instance, to be even in the Cookville area, to be in the Lebanon area. White County came to the table with, hey, we have an airport and you can have the property right next door to it. And that deal was put together. The state was involved. Um, the um, Chamber of Commerce here in Putnam County, the Chamber of Commerce in White County, your your city mayor, your county mayor, because there were sewer issues there that, you know, we all dealt dealt with, even our office did. As well as the aldermen and the commissioners. 
Absolutely. It, it was a can-do. It was. You know, we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. And that's the great thing about a community like White County where people work together instead of having an antagonistic type of relationship. And leaders like yourself can help make that happen. Well, I've been here long enough now. I'm retired about nine and a half years, but the wife and I um, purchased our home about six years prior to. So we vacationed here. And uh, that was part of our uh, determination to assimilate into the uh, community and, um, you know, see if this was definitely the right choice, which yes. it was yes. and still is. But uh, I can tell you that there's been just in the time that we've had a presence here that there's been so much change in the attitude mm-hmm. towards that growth, towards, you know, managed growth, sure. uh, towards um, being open to some change sure and being uh, open to new people in the in the absolutely because i mean the road the rotary club that you invited us to be at um it was a fantastic group of folks and y'all are getting new and younger members coming in uh, the rotary club of sparta has worked very very diligently towards um going from uh what they call pale male and stale which yeah. is a term that Rotary actually uses in their I development, <laughs> and and so they uh, they work have been working on bringing younger and multiple, you know, diverse, if you will, generations and uh, uh, male, female. In fact, we've had several past presidents females. That's great in our club alone. That's great. Um, several of us, including myself, have served on the district level of the Rotary Club, which takes up about uh, uh, half of the state of Tennessee. And uh, so it's just we're a very invo- – for a small club of about 35 members, Yes, we're very, very involved in the community, but we're also very involved in the national, international, and the statewide or district, I should say. And the Rotary Club also, you know, attracts people with all sorts of backgrounds, with all sorts of political thought, and you're there together as a group. So Rotary's attitude towards membership is every vocation has uh, a good, solid position. It's, it's you know, we, we don't want to turn anybody away. Sure. So. That's great. So in our uh, remaining couple minutes that we have left, uh, so where do you see, I mean, are you considering running for another term? Are you termed out? Kind of what's the next steps for the White County GOP and Bill? Well, so according to the state GOP bylaws, as well as our bylaws, local bylaws that mimic the states, Mm -hmm. um, that uh, County chairs are generally termed at, termed out after two terms, two terms and they're yes. two two year terms. So uh, I'm approaching that, and um, I've already discussed it with some of the uh, political figures and so forth that are in this area. And there's been probably putting the horse be- or the cart before the horse, sure. but but there, I've gotten a lot of feedback that uh, they because there's a option in the state bylaws that allows the state chair to authorize chairman of counties that are 50,000 or less population that they can authorize them to stay on and run again. That's right. So uh, it was kicked back to me and I kind of, I was trying to develop my uh, replacement and I wasn't getting a lot of yeah, you know, traction, sure, traction. sure, yeah, and so because it's uh, a big commitment. So anyway, I've I've gone ahead and committed to those 
that uh, that I would be willing to you know run again. Serve and uh, I understand through other people that they've uh, already gotten permission from the state chairman. Okay. Well, it's been great visiting with you, Bill. Thank you. Thank you for being a friend. Uh, We've had Bill Lose with us today on the chat, and uh, we're very thankful. Uh, Good to see you, and we'll talk very soon. This is The Chat on News Talk 94.1.